Welcome to Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and this podcast is all about how you can flourish by working on the things that make you feel your best and doing the things that bring you pure joy. My definition of fun is fully utilizing now. So let's jump straight on into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and it's amazing how much can change in such a short period of time. The last few weeks, I've been encouraging you to make comebacks and rethink your fitness and focus on becoming the best version of you. And then over the past week, so much has dramatically changed locally and on a global scale. Many of us have extremely heavy hearts, feel helpless and lost, be it war, weather or mental health. We can't ignore much of what is happening around us at the moment. And it leaves us struggling to comprehend the enormity of the challenges and tragedies that exist in our modern world. I hope that today's episode gives you some hope some ideas and some tools to help you cultivate gratitude in tough times. And it's so crazy because there's thunder. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear that. Last week it was birds. This week it is thunder. So, wow, that's really ominous for my introduction. (laughs) But feeling grateful won't make you forget the hard-hitting situations you face, nor instantly make you feel better about everything. By cultivating feelings of thankfulness, you may cope more effectively with everyday stress. Don't let that thunder get you down. Show increased resilience in the face of trauma and may even recover more quickly from illness. Gratitude can change your life. Whether you are in the thick of it right now or you are feeling like a helpless bystander, it can be extremely challenging to feel grateful during these times but gratitude is more important than ever in fact gratitude may have even more positive power in the bad times than it does in the good i guess because we need it more than ever sometimes you can't find the silver lining lesson to be learned and gratitude journaling can sometimes just feel like BS. (laughs) Although I do 100% believe in the power of journaling and encourage it. And gratitude journaling prompts can be really helpful, but sometimes you're just like, ugh. But the truth is that gratitude is not frivolous or naive. It's actually a coping strategy. It's a tool to help us get through the bad days. I'm so grateful for you guys. I was honestly a little lost on what topic to roll with this week because I've got a huge list and a lot of my topics are quite cheery, self-help, personal development, life hacky type stuff, which is amazing. But when the world turned on its head this week, I just felt like discussing eating well or using technology for good were not the messages we needed this week. So I took four of my potential topics to a poll in the Feel Fit Have Fun Facebook group and you guys voted. Gratitude wasn't the number one topic. It actually came second in the vote, but it became the one that fell on my heart. And so here we are. 
If you want to be a part of my Facebook group, there's actually a link via my Instagram bio at Pippa Peterson, or you can shoot me a DM and I will add you. So how do we cultivate gratitude during tough times? I like to think that gratitude is always there. But during the hard times, it's like a sheet or a cover has been pulled over it to make us have to fight for it a little more. It's not about having gratitude. It's about finding gratitude. We have to look for hidden opportunities to find gratitude that may exist, but not seem so obvious. You know, like on a good day, it's like, oh, hey, son, hey, protein smoothie, hey, husband and workplace and universe. I love you and I'm so grateful for you. But right now it's raining. It's pouring. You guys just heard the thunder. I wonder if that picked up on the microphone anyway. But in my city and in my state, homes are being flooded. Globally, invasions are happening and wars are being fought. It's absolutely devastating. If anything, this does, though, make me feel more grateful. And so I guess one of the first ways you can cultivate gratitude during tough times is to acknowledge that every day is a gift. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Before your day begins is actually an excellent time to reflect on all there is to be grateful for. This starts the day with feelings of hope, peace and happiness. My dogs, Harvey and Zen, are my children, and when they greet me in the morning, they go bonkers. (laughs) They jump and wag their little butts, and I imagine it's like Christmas morning every single day. Sometimes I even say, oh my goodness, it's Christmas, it's Christmas to them, (laughs) as they like, they like grab my hand in their mouths to like direct it to like give them belly scratches, they're like, but even though some days (laughs) I miss my karma starts to the morning, like I used to get up and roll out my yoga mat and light a candle and sit on the floor and do my meditation and my gratitude and things then, but I can't do that with the puppies. Um. But there were also times I wished, you know, I sat on that mat and I meditated and manifested having my own fur babies. So I made sure to practice gratitude for them every single day. There are also people waking up each day without their loved ones. So I always make an effort to tell Bo I love him before he heads off to work. These little things are so important. The only appropriate response to each day being a gift, guys, is gratefulness. Did you know that you actually have control over your thoughts? Pretty cool, hey? I recently listened to a podcast by Rob Dial, the mindset mentor, and in his episode, Are You Addicted to Overthinking? He did an exercise similar to this. So I'm taking his exercise from that episode and changing it a little to help you understand how you have the power to turn your thoughts of despair into thoughts of goodness. So how do we do this? Well, just for a moment, I want you to imagine and see a blue square. Okay, can you see it? Now turn that blue square into a red triangle visualize that. Great. Now turn your red triangle into a pink elephant. You see, you do have control over your thoughts. Now, are you the pink elephant? 
No, you are not. You are completely separate from your thoughts. So while what is happening to you may be out of your control, what you think can be controlled. You have power over your thoughts. So you can turn a red triangle, your negative thoughts, into a pink elephant, positive thinking at any time. This kind of links back to your internal locus of control that we've discussed in previous episodes. We can view our worst situations with a grateful eye and know that being grateful can make us stronger, more resilient, healthier and happier, which I am all about. We can actually train our brain to do this out of habit. One of the ways to do this is through gratitude affirmations. So I've talked about affirmations before, but I feel like gratitude affirmations are a bit more clearly thought out to help combat your negative thoughts. So as negative thoughts come into your mind, make a list of them and then perhaps see why you're not getting what you want out of life. So for example, I used to say, I will never be able to afford my own home. The universe was listening to that and it heard what I was saying that I will never be able to afford my own home. So it went, really, Pip? Okay, that's what you want. I picture the universe jotting that down like Pippa will never be able to afford her own home. Thank goodness. Another human desire I don't have to fulfill today. (laughs) She doesn't want it. No home ownership for that little blimp on my radar. The universe is so lovely. (laughs) After learning about the power of positive thinking and retraining my brain, I started using I am. So I am a home homeowner was one of my affirmations. I am a Frenchie dog mum. I am successful. I am grateful. Well, the universe responded like, oh, hey, that Pippa chick is back. And she's saying now that she is a homeowner. Well, I better move some mountains and make that happen then. Okay, here you go, girl. Guess what? I've been a homeowner for over four years now, and I'm now telling the universe about my second property for the near future. Actually, I used to say I'm a Frenchie mum when it came to my goal of wishing and desiring to own a little Frenchie pup. And the crazy thing was Harvey came into our lives in 2020 and we only ever wanted one boy. Like we just wanted one little spoiled French bulldog. <laughs> then Zen came um, came to us uh, just seven months later under unexpected circumstances. And I remember just saying to Bo, like, and my family and my friends that it was so crazy because I never specified when I said I'm a Frenchie mum. Like I didn't say I'm a Frenchie mum of one. The universe was just like, better give this human two Frenchies, seeing as she wants to be a Frenchie mum so bad. Give her the full motherhood experience. She won't know what hit her. This will be fun to watch. Ha. Huh. <laughs> um, I'm sure the universe has a great time watching me pick up twice the poops um, in the yard and taking two dogs for walks is always fun. Um, I also like to use this gratitude affirmation everything is going my way. Then when I get lost on a road trip or I spill my drink bottle in my bag, I feel like it's happening for me, not to me. My little brother and sister love to tease me about this one. They're like, everything's going my way. (laughs) It does create a good laugh when things are going to shit and you're like, everything's going my way. I swear, I swear it is. (laughs) 
saying out loud, uh, saying it out loud, like is really, really good. Um, Express your gratitude, guys, and be unapologetic about it. And this isn't just about you. Express your gratitude for others. You're welcome to say it's like Christmas every time you see a relative. It'll make them smile or look confused. If anything, it'll be a great icebreaker to tell them how much you love and appreciate them. Other acquaintances and strangers love to feel appreciated too. When I'm teaching, I always thank the class for a lovely lesson at the end, even if they drove me crazy. And the students say, thank you, Mrs. Peterson. It's a simple thing, even if it's forced, it's important. The best thanks is when a child runs up and hugs me from behind in the playground and says, hi, Mrs. Peterson, I love you. I can't wait for our next lesson together. I'm not saying you should do that to your acquaintances and strangers, but we can learn something from the way children outwardly and unapologetically express their gratitude for others. It's worth saying a heartfelt thanks to your barista, your bus driver, waiter, colleague, pretty much anyone who interacts with you in a positive and kind manner. Seeing as this episode is about gratitude in tough times, though, I challenge you to be kind and express gratitude to those who perhaps didn't give you great customer service, help you out or ran late. If anything, these people need your expression of gratitude the most. They are most likely fighting a battle you know nothing about, are tired and stressed and sad that they let you down. It doesn't take much to say something thoughtful. You can even go a step further and acknowledge their struggle. If your food is running late, you could say something to the waiter like, I appreciate your hard work during this time. Thank you for taking care of our table under difficult circumstances. Actions speak louder than words too. I know we don't typically tip in Australia, but there are ways that you can tip or leave the restaurant a positive Google review and positively mention your waiter by name. By doing these acts of service for others, you are not only expressing gratitude, you are changing your thinking, your habits, and you are teaching others to do the same. Your words and actions can start a ripple effect that could change lives in a small or even big way. At the end of the day, you will feel better for having expressed gratitude when it would just be easier to not do anything right. And it would be so easy to just complain. Yes? Complaining feels good, right? Oh, that waiter was so slow. The food was so cold. I'm definitely giving that restaurant a bad review. Complaining is in no way going to help you cultivate gratitude in tough times, though. Sorry to say, complaining actually creates negativity and that attracts even more negativity. Law of attraction, right? If you struggle with complaining, you may try committing to a day without complaining or a complaint-free challenge like not complaining for 21 days to work on turning it into a new habit. A simple way to cultivate more gratitude as well is to write a list. Yep, it's like the simple thing, like write a gratitude list, but Make it an extension of maybe instead of not just doing three things a day, are there 10, 20, 30, 50 things you can be grateful for? What about 100? This may be easy for some people and extremely difficult for others. 
but I want to give you a call to action to create a list of 100 things you are grateful for. Start to think of things you might be taking for granted, like your warm bed, a hot cup of coffee or tea, or even your health. Blessings exist everywhere. You can refer to your abundant gratitude list when you're feeling down. Go one step further and write one for a loved one. I had a friend write me a list of 10 things we love about Pippa. Gosh, like over five years ago now, I was feeling down and she wrote this for me. It was beautiful and I've never forgotten it. So could you do something like that? One, for yourself and two, for others. Okay, time to love you and leave you for another week. I hope that you heard something that resonates with you or inspires you to cultivate and practice you practice gratitude, practice dude, <laughs> even in tough times. Sending you all love and strength through the good and the bad. You are all amazing and I'm wrapping my arm around, arms around myself right now, giving you all a big virtual hug. I just feel like we all need one at the moment. I am so grateful for this day and this opportunity to speak to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had a great time and found a takeaway or two that you can apply to your life. You can connect with me on Instagram at Pippa Peterson. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you loved about today's episode and how you're feeling fit and having fun. I'd be very excited to hear your feedback and input on what topics you'd like to hear more of in the future. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the fun. And I'd be so grateful if you can leave me a review and take a second to send this podcast to one person who you know would love it. All right, that's it from me over to you. Go work on the things that make you feel fit and have fun today.